29 Tishrei, Chavtes Tishrei, Tzadik, his life, 32, 135. The Rebbe told Rebutal that he wished to visit the Holy Land. Rebutal gave him his blessing and said, Rebbeinu, without doubt, you want to accomplish something great there. May it be God's will to help you succeed in accomplishing what you want there. The Rebbe nodded in acknowledgement of Rebutal's blessing. Then he said, The task which I yearn to accomplish in the Holy Land, I could accomplish here also, through prayers and supplications alone, without having to travel to the Holy Land. The only difference is that when I succeed in being in the Holy Land, I will be able to attain my perceptions by means of garments. Here in the Diaspora, however, I cannot attain my perceptions by means of garments, only without garments. And this is the difference between the holiness of the Shabbat and the holiness of a festival. The Rebbe then opened up Siddur Ha'ari and pointed out to Rebutal that the section explaining the intentions of the prayers states, This is the difference between the Shabbat and a festival, that on Shabbat the light is clothed in garments, on a festival the light is without garments, as is discussed in the mystical writings. 33.136 At the beginning of the Rebbe's journey to the Holy Land, shortly after he left his home, he spent a Shabbat in the village of Sokila. There he saw the well-known Sadik, Rabbi Menachem Mendel of Atepsk, who had already passed away. He revealed to the Rebbe that the divine name Atta has mystical properties which are effective at sea, as it is written, Atta, you, rule the proud swelling of the sea. Psalms 89.10 I also heard other things that the Rebbe said in this connection, but I do not remember them now. It would be necessary to ask those of the Rebbe's followers who heard about this from Reb Shimon. Editor's Note Someone told me that he heard from Reb Shimon that the matter can be explained as follows. Ata is made up of the letters Aleph, Tav, and He. One has to take five sheets of parchment and write on each one the two words Virav Chesed and Abundant in Mercy, Exodus 34, 6. The numerical value of the letters of this phrase is 280. Now, 280 times 5 equals 1400, the value of the Aleph and Tav of Atah. The He of Atah alludes to the five sheets of parchment. In the event of a storm, God forbid, one should cast the five pieces of parchment into the sea, and it will certainly help. Reb Shimon said that he himself had made use of this, and it helped him greatly. Before his second visit to the Holy Land, he was here in Breslov, and he visited the scribe, who wrote him a number of pieces of parchment in the block characters used in a Torah scroll. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom His Pilgrimage 9. They warned the Rebbe that a letter would precede him to the Holy Land, warning the community that he was a troublemaker and a spy, so he could not mislead them. They also plotted with the ship's agent, a Polish Jew married to a Sephardic woman, his mother-in-law was an important official and had access to the palace. They went to the agent and told him, For God's sake, don't let this stranger leave for Israel. He is one of our enemies, trying to have Jews expelled, heaven forbid. Do anything you can to stop him, and God will grant you a double reward. The Rebbe and his attendant knew nothing at all about this. The two continued to insult the Rebbe in every possible way, but he endured it all, not revealing his identity despite all their taunts. He purposely tricked and confounded them, 
provoking them all the more. He played a different role each time they spoke to him. Once, he spoke in such a manner that they were certain that he was from Lagurna. When they realized they were wrong, they were enraged. Another time when he spoke to them, they thought he was the son of the Magad of Kamarna, who had great opposition. In the middle of the conversation, the Rebbe suddenly began to berate the Kamarna. They screamed at him, Isn't he your father? Then they realized that they still had no clue as to his identity. The Aleph Bet Book The Land of Israel B. 3. One's yearning to come to the Holy Land brings him great blessing in his livelihood. 4. Whoever provides support for many people draws blessing from the land of Israel to the diaspora. 5. One's yearning for the Holy Land arouses yearning in the souls of his father and mother, which then come to the land of Israel. And God comes with them, so that together they look forward to and yearn for his arrival. 6. The charity a person gives to the poor people of the land of Israel causes him to prosper monetarily. 7. Anyone who knows of the Holy Land, who has really tasted the land of Israel, can recognize in another whether he has been with the true tzaddik for Rosh Hashanah. For when a person merits being with the true tzaddik for Rosh Hashanah, wherever he focuses his attention, he transforms the air there into an aspect of the air of the land of Israel. Therefore, one who knows the taste of the Holy Land, each according to his own level, will of necessity feel the land of Israel when he comes together with this person who has been with the true tzaddik for Rosh Hashanah, through whom the year becomes an aspect of the Holy Land. Kitzur Lekutei Moharan 1, Lesson number 12 4. There are many people who study a great deal of Torah and yet do not repent. To the contrary, they even oppose the tzaddikim. This is because they do not study the Torah for its own sake, but rather for the sake of gaining honor, or a rabbinical position, or status, or to be able to argue. Torah study such as this warps a person even more, since the nature of Torah is that tzaddikim will walk in them, and sinners will stumble in them. Hosea 14.10 Thus, the oral law that this person studies turns into words spoken against the tzaddikim, since he sees only a negative meaning in the Torah, as in, sinners will stumble in them. And since he himself is warped, he sees only a warped meaning in the Torah. 5. When a person studies in holiness and in purity, a legal decision or Torah teaching originated by one of the Tanaim, Mishnaic sages, or some other tzaddik, a phenomenon termed kissing occurs. What happens is that the spirit of the Tana cleaves together with the spirit of the person who is studying, and it is as if the person studying is kissing the Tana. This bonding gives great pleasure to the Tana, as our sages said, when someone in this world studies the words of a deceased Torah scholar, the latter's lips move in the grave. Yivamot 97a 6. Therefore, a person should know before he studies that at the time he sits down to study, the tzaddik in the Garden of Eden is listening to his voice, as it is written, You who sit in the gardens, the friends are listening for your voice. Cause me to hear it. Song of Songs 8.13, Zohar 1, 92b A person must bind himself to the Tana, or to the tzaddik who originated and revealed this Torah teaching, which he is studying, in order for this kissing to take place. Then he will merit to repent and to revitalize his life, which has thus far passed in darkness.
All this occurs when a person studies Torah for its own sake, that is, in order to fulfill the mitzvah to study Torah, which is equal in importance to all the other mitzvot, and in order to merit through the study to do what the Torah commands. A person who studies in this way then sees only good meaning in the Torah, since he knows that God purposely left room in the Torah so that it could be interpreted in the opposite sense as well. But when a person studies in only in order to be called learned and the like, then he is worse than a carcass, and he is certainly unable to bind himself to the spirit of the Tana. About such a person it is written, The kisses of an enemy are forced. Proverbs 27.6 For the Tana cannot stand to have his spirit cleave to the spirit of a Torah scholar who is a Jewish demon. Rabbi Nachman's stories, The King and the Emperor The Emperor's daughter, who was now king, also ordered that wells be dug all around the city, so that when anyone wanted a drink, he would not have to go anywhere, but would immediately have a well nearby. The Emperor's daughter, who was king, also gave orders that her portrait be placed next to every well. Watches should then be set up, and if anyone stared at the image and made a bad face, looking surprised and grieved, he should be taken prisoner. It was all set up, and the three people she had previously encountered came. They were the first king's son, who was the true husband of the emperor's daughter, who was now king, the merchant's son, whose father had driven him away after the emperor's daughter had fled with the ship and all the merchandise, and the king who had been impeached, because she had fled from him with the eleven noblewomen. All three of them recognized her picture. When they looked at the picture, they remembered her, and they grieved. When they had come to the wells and saw her picture there, they recognized her and stared at the pictures. They were arrested and placed in prison. Restore my soul. Lukuti Halachot 6 Every single person can achieve the same. The choice is in your hands. You are free. The crown of a good name is superior to them all. Avot 4.13 Due to the mistaken assumption that people have, that their own lives are not rooted in holiness, they do not trouble themselves to fight the way that Sadiqim fought. They are suffering from a mistaken identity that originates in the Chamber of Exchanges. It was there that the infant prince was exchanged for the son of the slave, in Rabbi Nachman's story, the exchanged children. It was because the prince assumed he was merely a slave that he fell to the degraded level that he did. He no longer knew whether he was the son of a king or the son of a slave. See Rabbi Nachman's stories, number 11. It is the same with every person who is far from God. This has never been more true than today. Our bitter exile has endured so long. Today, the evil one waxes stronger and stronger, to the point that innumerable people have fallen into total despair. They assume that they are totally unsuited to serve God. All this comes only from the artful insinuations of the evil inclination. The truth is that the soul of every Jew is exalted and precious beyond measure. They are the sons of kings with the power to achieve the highest, holiest level, no less than the greatest tzaddikim. For they too have endured strange thoughts and moments of weakness like these, but they were careful not to allow themselves to be pushed off course. They stayed firm. That is how they achieved what they did. Happy are they. And so we find it written, and he lifted up his heart to the ways of God. 2 Chronicles 17.6
Likuti Halachod, Birkot HaShachar, 3-6. Rabbi Nassim's Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 18. Even though you are now too weak to study Torah and to pray, His holy words nonetheless provide advice and strategies by which you can draw vitality, even at a time like this. Desire, long, and yearn for God and His Torah, as explained in His holy books. Speak to God as a child before His Father. For a person who is not well has a broken heart and will at times even express it openly before other people. How much more should this be the case before God, who has delivered the blow and will heal it? Accustom yourself and force yourself with all your might to be cheerful any way you can. Illness is a result of depression, and joy is a great cure for all kinds of diseases, as is explained in Likutei Moharan 2, Lesson 24. You should look there, and in the many other places which discuss the tremendous importance of joy, and how anyone can be happy, that he did not make me a heathen, and that he separated me from those who err. Hope to God, and he will save you. For without a doubt, no effort or expense, not a single step, not a single movement, not a single coin which you expended to come close to this true, awesome, and exalted tzaddik was ever lost. They will all come to your aid. They are all reckoned to your benefit. May his merit protect you from evil and bring you full recovery so that you can direct your heart to him in truth and succeed in all you do to achieve enduring good. May you flourish as never before. The words of your true and eternal friend who awaits your speedy salvation, Nassan of Breslov. I extend loving greetings to all of you as well. For God's sake, Rouse yourselves to be happy during the approaching holiday and fulfill as you should the commandment Rejoice in your festival, Deuteronomy 16.14. As you all well know, with God's help we have plenty to rejoice about. And this is the honest truth. Be sure to gather together in love, brotherhood, peace, and companionship. Do not be overly demanding or critical of one another. The Rebbe spoke to us many times about the importance of love between friends. Because of urgent matters, I cannot continue. The words of your true and eternal friend, Nussan of Breslov. Reb Nussan's letters, year two, letter number 248. With thanks to God, Sunday, Nitzavim Vayelech, 5597, Nemerov. My beloved son, I received your letter just now, and I have no answer for you. My nephew, Reb Isaac, set out for home today. Be sure to see him. Maybe he will tell you about some of what was said here this Shabbat because, thank God, he heard many words of truth which you did not. Now perhaps you will receive from one another, and it could be that by telling you, he will also be awakened. I, re- I already know that even after I speak awesome wonders such as these, it is still very difficult for a person to truly be influenced by them without God's salvation. For precisely this reason it is necessary to speak a great deal, both with other people, particularly with one's true love, and also with one's self, to seek and to endeavor to bring to light one's hidden, concealed good point. This good point is deeply hidden within a person every day, in accordance with one's deeds and according to what is taking place that particular day throughout the creation, from the highest of all levels down to the lowest. For God's thoughts are very deep indeed. We are obligated to fortify ourselves to look for, seek, search out, and bind ourselves to the good point which relates to our heart at that particular time. I have spoken about this a great deal, 
how the Rebbe of blessed memory in the lesson, and you will be for me a kingdom of priests, the Kute Moharan 1, lesson 34, was careful to insert the words, at this time. He wrote there that each person must bind his heart to the point which relates to his heart at this time. On Thursday, the time came for your payment to PM, and this particular cause for agitation had to take place on Thursday, the week of Torah reading Kitavo 5597, while you were in Tolchin. Now this day has already come and gone, and nothing remains of it except whatever good point each person grabbed out of it. What he grabbed was in accordance with the distractions and barriers which then confronted him, as well as each one of the inhabitants of the world. The truth, if we look at it, will make our hair stand on end. Yet it is still the truth. We have only to encourage ourselves with the holy teaching of Azamra. I will sing to my God with what I have left. Through this we will have the strength to look and to search. And the greatest good point of them all is that we are preparing ourselves and our thoughts to be at the holy site of the Rebbe's holy resting place for Rosh Hashanah. This is my comfort in my destitution. Over this my heart will celebrate and rejoice. There is still hope to attain the pathways of life, at least from now on. May God grant us true eternal success in our journey, in this world and the next, forever. The words of your father, Nasan of Breslov. Shemot HaTzadikim, Rabbi Avina, Avirim, Avishalom, Rabbi Avishalom Hazakain, Rabbi Eviatar, Avlet, Rabbi Avmikus, Avmari, that is Abamari, Avnimos, Avsakanta, Avkulas, Avras Chuzaa, Agra, Rav Ada Bar Ahava, Rav Ada Bar Abba, Ada Bar Avimi, Rav Ada Bered Rav Yitzchak, Ada Bar Chavu, Rav Ada Bered Rava, Bar Ada Meshuchaa, Rabbi Ada Demin Kisri, Ada Mari, Rabbi Ada Misura, Rabbi Ada Demin Yafo, Rabbi Ada Narshaa, Rabbi Ada Karchinaa, Rabbi Ada Bar Acha, Ada Dayala, Ada Bar Minyumi, Rabbi Ada Bar Shimi, Rav Ada Bar Avin, Rav Ada Sava, Rav Ada Bar Chia, Rav Ada Bar Avia, Ada Tachlifa, Rav Ada Bar Aza, Rav Ada Bar Ika, Rav Ada Bar Gershon, Rav Ada Bar Chanina, Rav Ada Bar Matna, Rav Ada, Ada Bar Rav Simla, Rav Ada Bar Papa, Rav Ada Bar Chama, Rav Ada Mibei Kaluchit, Ada Tsayada, Rabbi Ada Bar Hunya, Rabbi Ada Bar Rabbi Shimon, Ada Bar Chana Geniva, Rav Ada de Chutra, Ada Bar Atalia, Ada Harapinaa, Admon Ben Gadai. Rabbi Nassan's Prayers 1, Prayer Number 14. Loving God, help me genuinely sanctify myself in my marriage relationship for the sake of your great name. Let us draw pure holy souls for our children clear, radiant souls drawn from the roots of the souls of the holy Jewish people, which lie in the letters of the Holy Torah, which is drawn from the supernal thought of the Holy One, blessed is He. Grant that our children should be true Torah scholars, and that they should all be God-fearing and fully developed in all good traits. Let them labor in your Torah for its own sake, and fulfill your commandments sincerely and wholeheartedly. Let your great name be praised and sanctified through our children and descendants, and let it be said of them that a wise son brings his father joy, so that your father and your mother will be happy, 
and the one who gave birth to you will rejoice. Give them long days and years of goodness and pleasantness, and let them do your will all their days forever. The Mitzvah of Tzitzit Please, Hashem, have mercy and take pity on me. Fulfill my requests in love and forgive me for all my sins. Order all my filthy garments to be removed and clothe me in clean, pure, holy garments. Help me fulfill the mitzvah of tzitzit properly in the best possible manner, just as I cover myself with the talit in this world. So clothe my nefesh, my ruach, and my neshama above with a beautiful talit and the robe of the sages. Clothe them in clean white garments and fulfill in me the verse, At all times your garments will be white, and oil for your head will not be lacking. God's Glory Arise and help me. Put it into my heart to take up the cause of your great and holy honor, and that of my own nefesh, ruach, and neshama. Owing to our many sins, our status has fallen very low, because we have neglected your honor and despised our own souls. We have been stripped of so much of our honor during our humiliating exile. Our honor has dropped low among the nations, and they abhor us like menstrual impurity. See how very lowly the Jewish people has become both collectively and as individuals. Take up the cause of your great and holy glory. It was for your glory that you created all the worlds, so that your glory should be magnified and exalted through your people. As it is written, All that is called in my name, for my glory I have created it, formed it, and made it. Why has all the honor gone to strangers instead? Why has all the honor been taken from Israel? and fallen into exile among evil, idolatrous people. They have all the glory, while your people Israel are despised. We are subject to constant abuse and contempt. Take pity on us for your sake and the sake of your glory. Send us help from your holy heights. From now on, inspire me to serve and revere you sincerely with all my heart. Let me repent and follow the path of perfect teshuva. Let me adorn myself and others with good deeds and good character traits. Help me speak to people's hearts and show them the truth, and bring them back to perfect teshuva before you, in order that your great and holy glory will be enhanced and elevated through me. Your glory is most fully revealed when the people who were furthest away from you come genuinely close to you. Then the name of the Holy One, blessed is He, is exalted and glorified above and below. Therefore, have pity on me and draw me close to you, despite my present distance from you. Multiply merit by letting me be an instrument to help other people who are also distant to come closer. Magnify and sanctify your great glory by carrying this out through me, distant as I am. Support me and give me strength, and help me restore your glory after the humiliation of exile. Help me do everything I can to enhance your glory at all times, and let me raise your glory to its source in awe. Inspire me with holy awe of God. Let me always be in awe of you and revere your glorious and awesome name. Help me come to perfect awe of heaven, awe at your exaltedness. Let me accord honor to genuinely God-fearing people. Let me defer to them and treat them with sincere, heartfelt respect. If I have been lacking in genuine awe so far, let me now make amends and attain complete awe of heaven, so as to fulfill the verse, Fear Hashem, His Holy Ones, for those who fear Him will lack nothing. Let me thereby attain perfect inner peace and harmony. Heal me spiritually and physically. Let me be whole, with no flaws or blemishes.
prayer. Master of the world, I know I'm still far away from perfection. I'm riddled with all kinds of flaws and deficiencies, from the soles of my feet to the top of my head. There's not a healthy spot anywhere. There is no healthy place in my flesh because of your anger, and there is no peace in my bones because of my sin. My limbs are suffering from the wounds I've inflicted on my soul through all my sins and transgressions. As a result, I am far away from your service. Nothing I do is without flaws. I never manage to pray properly and without mistakes, for whatever has a blemish in it shall not come as an offering. But if I am far from true prayer, what means of coming close to you do I have? Loving Father in heaven, Master of the whole world, I know that in spite of all this, you do hear the sound of my cry, even from such a distance. And I will raise my voice and call out to you, Father, Father, Master, Master, my King and my God, I beg you, I cry out to you, I scream to you, I plead with you, I reach out and prostrate myself before you, I bend my knee to you and stretch out my hands, take pity on me, have mercy on me, stir your compassion for me, watch over me from your holy dwelling place, protect me, heal the pain of my soul. Remove all the wounds I have caused to every limb of my soul. Your way is to use broken vessels. The wonders you do are countless and unfathomable. In your overwhelming mercy, you revive the dead. In your might, you lift up and gather the shards of broken vessels, the shards of the shards, and mercifully mend them and restore them until they shine with greater strength than before. Not a single spark is lost or cast aside, for in your hand are strength and might, and it is in your hand to make everything great and strong. God, you are the free healer. Arouse your love for me and heal me. Remove all flaws and blemishes from my body, from my nefesh, my ruach, and my neshama. Send complete healing to all those Jews who are sick, and in particular, till you can specify the name of the sick person. Faithful, loving healer, who heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, heal me, Hashem, and I will be healed. Save me, and I will be saved for you are my praise. Let me be whole and perfect, free of all flaws and blemishes. Grant me inner peace, and give me control and mastery over my body, so that I will be able to nullify all bodily desires and bad traits. Let my body be completely subordinate to my soul, and have no other will or desire but to follow the desire of the holy soul, which is to do your will. Let peace reign between my soul and my body. Let my body be sanctified and purified, until it becomes united with the Holy Soul, and I carry out all your commandments and do everything you want of me, body and soul, willingly and with great joy. Let my body and soul unite in love and peace to do your will sincerely, until I attain complete inner harmony and am ready to order my prayer before you perfectly. Let my prayer rise before you like the incense and perfect sacrifices offered by those who are whole and perfect. Master of the world, let my only motive in taking part in the affairs of this world be for the sake of my soul. Let my only intention in all my prayers be only to perfect my soul. Even when I offer the prayers arranged by your sages of old, which contain explicit requests for our bodily needs, as in the blessings of heal us and bless this year for us in the Shemona Esrei prayer, let my only thought be for the healing of my soul, her livelihood and perfection. Let me believe and know that when everything is in order in the spiritual realm, the fixing of the material realm will follow of itself, 
and I will automatically receive all the material blessings I need. Bring me to genuine belief in you. Let me have complete faith that you are good to all, and that no matter what a person requires, whether healing, livelihood, or anything else, you are good for everything. You can satisfy all his needs and requirements if he sincerely prays to you for what he needs, begging for compassion. Let all my efforts be directed only to you, Hashem, no matter what I may need. Let me pray only to you and appeal for you to help me, instead of trying to get what I need by resorting to worldly ploys and stratagems. What use is it to expend energy on such things, when it is either impossible or extremely difficult to get exactly what we need? whether it is the right medicine or the things we need to make a living. Surely it is better to turn to you for everything we need. You are very close to us, and available at all times. For which great nation is there whose God is close to them the way Hashem our God is close to us, whenever we call to Him? You have the power to fulfill all our requests through easily available means. Nothing is too wonderful for you. Let us put all our efforts into constant prayer and supplication. Let us always pray with intense concentration until we bring peace into all the worlds and they will all come to perfection. Let peace reign among all your creatures. Let them all love one another. This will cause your love, kindness, and mercy to descend over all your creatures. Since, as our sages taught, whoever shows love for God's creatures is shown love from heaven. Let us see the fulfillment of the verse, Hashem is good to all, and His love is upon all His works.